0: Power. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. On Merced's News stock station, 107.3 FM, 1480
1: AM,
0: KY West. Come on. Matthew Merced. To Atwater. About to Livingston. Santa Livingston. And all of the little communities up and down the 99, the I-5, the County of Mercy. Hey, here we are. As promised, as promised. Oh, we got to get out of this. Let's just stick with this CD. See what we got. Hey, sounds like a good song to me. You know, we're covering uh, the results of the election. It took forever to get the results. Statewide, it was unbelievable. You know, this mail-in balling, uh, ballots. Ballots really uh really a lot of people are like man what's it gonna end of course you could mail them in the uh, day of the election they had to wait what 10 days to get in and then the counting and the blah rah, rah, blah 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 and so because of the uh, holiday hiatus that we uh, sometimes take around here especially around thanksgiving all the fun stuff christmas it's christmas now merry christmas by the way out there to all of our listeners we have not been able to uh Bring you some of the results, because quite frankly, we haven't had them. As we talked in the first hour, uh, 8 a.m., if you miss it, go back to 1480KYOS.com. They're all there on the podcast. A couple 300 shows. That'll put you to sleep uh, if you're waiting for Santa. But we uh, talked about the congressional race. John Duarte, Adam Gray, big well, uh, kind of a shocker, I think, to a lot of folks. Pleasantly surprised to a lot of folks. And it'll be interesting to see how we are going to proceed going forward, especially on the federal congressional level after having been abandoned by Diamond Jim all these years. You know, he was more worried about what Nancy Pelosi and the DNC was uh, telling him to do as opposed to what was good for the constituents of this valley in this area. So Diamond Jim back to uh, Southern, the Southern Valley. Fresno got him back. They didn't want him for a while. Remember the cotton trailers, Costa, the big no symbol, the international uh, do not enter? He's back. Never lost an election. But here, our new congressional district after the redistricting was drawn after the census every 10 years. Just so you know, we'll go through this again in 10 years. Uh, We actually lost a congressional district here in the state of California. But our own congressional district was redrawn. And, you know, Adam Gray threw his hat in the ring. Not uh, running for the assembly district that he represented, because that was redrawn also. So uh, again, quite a few surprises, and we have just had to wait. So that's why we come to you today with uh, some of the speeches, some of the uh, incoming, the outgoing on the new uh, boards and commissions, specifically the city council of Merced, which we covered pretty well in the 8 a.m. hour, specifically the last segment of that hour. I now want to go to the new council comments on the city of Merced. As you know, three new faces on the council. A total of six districts in the city of Merced and one mayor for a toto. Let me do my MZOA masks. Seven. And to get the extra finger out. Seven people. Three new faces. That's not a majority. Because I still have four fingers up. So it's not a majority, but still very, very relevant when you couple that with some of the existing personalities that uh, are on the council for the next two years so let's get right into it this is council comments a new council member ronnie deanda 80 some years old a pillar on the west side over there has been involved in the community many 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 years a very good party man loyal to the to the party and uh, he was brought out of uh, retirement, asked to run, talked about his family. Family's very important to Ronnie. I know his son John went to school with him. He's going through a tough time. Ronnie's going to talk about that in these comments. And again, uh, very, very poignant. And then we're also going to hear from Fu Zhang, who displaced incumbent council member Shelton in a very, very uh, surprising upset, I think, to a lot of people. It'll be very interesting to see how the city goes forward. So let's just get right into it. Uh, New council member, Ronnie DeAnda and Fuzhong. Here we go.
2: Gentlemen, thank you both. One last time on behalf of the city council, on behalf of the city of Merced, on behalf of the people of Merced. You guys are nothing but class all the way to the end. And uh, just great council members and great people. And just The love you have for the city, the love and and the heart you put into this really shines through tonight. As it should. So be missed, but not going far and got nothing but love for you guys. So agenda item f5 comments from newly elected city council members uh fittingly as newly elected uh, politicians we, your career begins with a speech uh so anybody want to start i'll start in numerical order mr Deanna, thank you very much
3: i would not have been able to achieve this without the help of many's many people many different groups of people that have come forward and asked me to do my job as well as I could, and I promise you that I will. Now, this story actually begins when I first mentioned it to my sons. I have three grown sons, and I asked them. I said, someone asked me, are you going to run? I said, I will have to check with my family first. They are my family. They are my support, along with my wife. And when I first mentioned to my wife, she says, if we're going to do it, let's do it. My oldest son, John, is going through a difficult time in his life. For a young man so energetic and so willing to help others, losing his sight. And he says, Dad, I support you. My middle son could hardly wait with enthusiasm. He says, Go for it, Dad. And my youngest, who happens to be a little wise guy, and I mean that, and I mean that sincerely, he's he's very, very smart, very intelligent. He says, Dad, if you're doing it because you want to do it, go for it. But if you're doing it in an act of revenge, vengeance stay out but he says do it if you have to if you want to I saw the need I felt the need and I ran but there again if I hadn't had your support I wouldn't be here I got support from people I don't even know who sent me <coughs> donations I raised more money than I thought I ever would. When I was first asked about that I thought in my mind you know how much money do you think you'll raise and I'm thinking I'd love to get 20000 but I didn't answer that to him. I said $15,000 would be fantastic. Well we more than doubled that on donations that just came in from small ones to large ones and that meant so much to me. My wife spent a few hours sending out thank-you cards on our behalf so I promised you as I've promised my constituents out in the street that we talked to I'm not gonna make you any promises except one that is that I will do my very best to de- to take care of this city the best of my ability and I thank you all for being here this evening thank you very
2: much Thank you, Councilor Dion. <laughs> Councilor Zhang. Hello, everyone. Um, in case some of you, oh, let me see. Right, in a bit. Right. Hello, everyone. Um, in case some of you may not know, my name is Fu Zhang. Gender pronouns: he/him/his. I want to start out by thanking my family, my friends, and the community for all the support that we received. This victory is about the community hungry for change and demanding affordable housing, good paying jobs, clean and safe neighborhoods. This victory is about confronting white supremacy, the status quo and old money. This victory is only possible with people power and with our youth. This victory is for all the communities, the LGBTQ, people of color, farm workers, immigrants, students, Professors and working families. This victory shows that people over profit wins election. And so, it's this is about the many, not the few. Our policies should center indigenous sovereignty, Black liberation, and the impacted communities. As we work together, as we work together to build a Merced that reflects our value and our visions. So congratulations to all of us. I did not do this by myself. It was all of us. And again, this is not my victory, it's our victory. And I look forward to listening and working with each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. So again, Ronnie DeAnda speaking from the heart, very concerned about his son, John, as we all are. Our thoughts and prayers are with John DeAnda during this trying time for he and his family. And also for the hope of new representation in District 2. As you know, Councilman Echevarria was soundly defeated by Ronnie DeAnda. There wasn't a lot of voters, that turned out, but still the proportion was uh, quite striking. People looking for a change over there on the uh, west side of Merced. And then, of course, Vu Zhang, who has uh, been very vocal at council meetings in the past, spoken at many, many council meetings on many issues UC Merced student over there well not a student now he's uh, working in environmental compliance uh, some sort of environmental uh, regulation type of uh, situation there and again bringing a a different style of leadership talked about confronting white supremacy of some of these old tropes that we've heard trotted out in the past that I really thought were in the past but evidently not now what's old is new again It will be interesting when he talks about confronting old money. I don't know what's wrong with old money. It spends like new money. Old money makes new money. But again, these are buzzwords that have been thrown about in council meetings and in rhetoric. And now there's somebody elected to represent District 6. I don't know if all of District 6 feels that way. Again, it was a very close race. And I hope Mr. Zhang's words of representing all people will hold true. But again, uh, you wonder who the white supremacists are. If you're white, are you a supremacist? Are you automatically uh, judged by these folks, by the supporters of Mr. Zhang? Again, uh, a very socialist base when we talk about working for all people. I thought that's that's what we did already. But again, singling out certain groups, uh, it's just somewhat disappointing, I have to say. Hopefully, as he gets his feet under him, he'll remember some of the poignant words that we heard in the 8 a.m. hour by Kevin Blake, that it's not all about you. And the sooner you understand that, the better off you will be. This position is so much bigger than just you or your personal beliefs or your personal biases or your personal prejudices. Hopefully it won't show too much. I know there's a couple of other council members that were excited that Fu was on the council, specifically council member Ornalis. And Council Member Perez, of course, Council Member Echevarria, one of the three musketeers that didn't make it through to the election. There was a letter to the editor in this week's Merced County Times, the Merced County Times, the December 15th edition. You don't see many letters, letters to the editor in the Merced Sunstar. They just pretty much non-existence. But uh, this one addressed the comments that you just heard from Mr. Zhang. Said, focus on the real problems in Merced. Uh, the subheading of the... This is uh, by John Houston out of Merced, the author. He says the subheading on the lead story of the December 8th issue of the Merced County Times read, Zhang says victory is about confronting white supremacy. Does Mr. Zhang know the Merced City Council member he replaced is black? Does he know Merced has had wonderful black leaders such as Denard Davis? Does he know that over half of Merced residents have Hispanic surnames? These are questions the, writers, the writer asks, and I... I don't think he does, based on his comments. Again, he's very young. He touted during the campaign that he would be the youngest council member on the council. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Years ago, a classmate of mine, Kenny Harris, a man of color, uh, similar to uh, Del Rey, was elected to the council. And he was pretty young, as I remember. But anyway, uh, let me go on. Does he know, he's asking Mr. Zhang, John, John Hewson, the editorial writer, does he know the majority of Hmong, Lao, and Indian immigrants have as well, assimilated just fine over the generations? Why does he and Bertha Perez keep fanning the flames of divisiveness as if it's 1950? Well, they'd have to answer those questions, but I would say it's because it's popular. It seems to get traction nowadays out there in the world. And let's not forget, Council Member Jesse Ornalis. So you have three folks out on the council that really are fanning the flames of divisiveness as if it's 1950. I find it interesting that we're coming up on the anniversary next month of Martin Luther King, and we will uh, talk about that later on. But it seems like folks have forgotten all of those teachings of Dr. King and some of the other civil rights leaders, all of the progress that was made during the 50s and 60s. Seems like we just want to keep reliving uh, the past. I read from the article, or from the editorial, Seems like the races get along just fine on the street, but not in the rhetoric, rhetoric of Ms. Perez and Mr. Zhang. And I would also include Jesse Ornalis in that. Please focus on the real problems in Merced, homelessness and crime. During his campaign, Mr. Zhang said he reads contracts for a living and would be able to execute and watchdog contracts proficiently on behalf of the city. Let's hope he indeed does that and works for the whole of the city of Merced. And that and that really will be the question, is what will be the impetus going forward? And will it be rooting out white supremacy that in his mind is rampant here in the city and why he was elected? Only time will tell. I'd like to finish up this segment with comments from the Atwater City Council, incoming Councilmember Ambres, uh, re-elected, and also Brian Raymond, and the new mayor, Mike Nelson, who claims it's the end of legacy building in the city of Atwater. I think he's, I don't know, is he talking about his legacy? Hold on. Well, let's hear. Here we go.
1: Our first item of business is opening statements from newly elected city council members and the mayor. We're going to start with Councilmember Danny Ambres.
4: Definitely want to say thank you to everyone who participated in uh, the election. Um, Also would like to uh, say thank you to uh, Mr. Murphy. It was a a clean race. Um, Definitely kept it interesting till the end. Um, Like to definitely thank my family for all their support, Uh, the support of of others as well, Uh, especially uh, big shout outs to Pastor uh, Miller and his wife. I know we, we talked briefly out here, but the, thank you for all your support. Um, I told myself I wouldn't be spiteful, but you know, gotta do this. Um, there's a certain someone out there in, in uh, internet land that wanted to call me a loser, but hey, you know what, for a loser, I'm doing a hell of a lot of winning lately. So thank you for that. Um, and yeah, here's the four more years.
1: Council member, Ryan Raymond.
3: Uh, You know, first and foremost, I just thank God and Jesus Christ for blessing me to be in this position. Um, I didn't have an opponent, so I didn't really have to worry about campaigning and uh, doing the things I've had to do the last few times around, which is either I've done a really good job or people really just didn't want this job. So take it either way. Um, but I do thank everybody that's supported me throughout the years and continue to do so. Uh, I'm up here for you, and I will continue fighting for you for the next four years. Uh, I look forward to working with Mr. Kale, Mr. Button, Mr. Ambries, and uh, newly elected mayor, um, or new sworn-in mayor, Mr. Nelson, and uh, continuing getting the city going in the right direction and doing what we got to do. Thank you.
1: okay. Uh, Since Mr. Creighton was pretty short, I'll just take a little bit of his time then and uh, expand it out a little bit here. But I do have his on script, so I stay on script. And I'd first like to introduce my family here. My mom and my sister and my brother-in-law are sitting over here. And my wife, Sylvia, and daughter, Sarah, and Jesus, and then My son, Matt, his wife, Stephanie, and my consuegros, Coco and Diego, and our nine grand, nine grand, (laughs) nine grand, yeah, yeah. I'm running out of fingers, so it's, it's hard to say. Anyway, okay, moving forward. So let me first begin by saying thank you to the residents of Atwater who placed their trust in me. Throughout my campaign, I've tried hard to listen to our residents. I've heard concerns relating to the quality of life, parks, traffic, and how City Hall must be more responsive to the residents who pay the bills. This council needs to work together to make needed changes. My job as mayor is to represent all Atwater residents, those who voted for me, those who didn't vote for me, and even those who didn't vote at all. My priorities all along have been uh, public safety and City Hall transparency and accountability because local government has no greater responsibility. I often say that the problems we face today are the result of decisions made years ago. And as we look forward to Atwater's next 100 years, we need to be mindful of the decisions we make today. We need to engage our residents and encourage them to participate in the decision-making process. As I walk from door to door, I, uh, I too often heard of a disconnect between residents and city officials. My job as mayor and our job as Atwater city council is to eliminate that disconnect. Uh, I have made it clear that I want our council to show respect for the public and staff that appear before us and for each other and for each other, as we discuss issues of concern. Good public policy comes from informed discussions and that demands decorum and respect. As mayor, I will do my best to set that standard in our meetings. In my discussions with the City Manager, I have made it clear that the Council needs timely and accurate data in order to make informed decisions that will help help all of us in the pursuit of good public policies. With the passage of Measure B, we can look forward to greater investment in public safety. I want to thank all of the Atwater voters and especially the Measure B Committee for their help to make this a reality. Our mission is to spend that money effectively and prudently, and I pledge to lead that effort. As I walked the at- neighborhoods of Atwater, I heard the demand for greater accountability and transparency at City Hall. I'm here tonight to let you know that the era of legacy building is over. At hand is a new era of accountability and transparency founded on best practices and governmental management. These best practices are already being implemented. Starting tomorrow, I will be visiting the various city departments, meeting with both department directors and city employees. I expect city leaders to institute a more collaborative approach to problem solving, one that includes both the public and our employees. Also, due to the changeover of employees the past few years, we will be re-implementing employee training through the Merced College Customer Service Academy. We want all employees, including department heads, to take advantage of this training. We also need to ensure that our department heads allow and encourage their staff to attend training that will improve their skills and prepare them for the next level when the need arises. These best practices won't happen overnight, but they will come to Atwater. And finally, I would be remiss if I did not give gratitude to my family for their constant support in this endeavor. I missed many soccer games this fall because I was out meeting as many residents as I could. I am grateful for my family's support and I love them very much. I also want to thank those who stepped stepped forward during the campaign to help where they could. It is very much appreciated. Have faces many challenges, but we have the means and the will to meet and overcome them. I'm ready to get to work. Thank you and God bless.
0: So there you have it. Two new councils, new ideas going forward. And of course, here on Citizen Watch, we will bring you all of those deliberations and discussions as they go forward throughout the year. So happy to have you here with us for this bonus half hour, but we're out of time. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. On Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Merry Christmas. I love you all. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
3: like this without a reason another promise falling through another season passes by you.